Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Change will not come if we wait for some other person. Or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. Or an inhalator, it would cost 
It would cost about the same as what we would spend over the course of 10 years. It would cost what it would cost us. It would cost us about the same as it would cost for about... Hold on one second. I can't hear myself. We're obviously living in difficult times. Dangerous times. Prophesies 
that the end times nation that betrays Israel will itself be destroyed in one day, one hour, one moment. These ancient prophecies also give several warnings to God's people as to how to escape the coming destruction. Learn more about these critical issues and study the other clues. Which nation is this end times nation? Go to endofamericabook.com Were these times foretold? Yep. Good evening, folks, and welcome to another hour of the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Today's date, November 21st, 2013, United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. Tonight we're going to we're going to switch topics a little bit. You know, all week long we've been talking about Obamacare and the imminent collapse of the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare. And we've been talking about it all week long. And so have many other radio hosts across the country blog talk radio host and and uh and everyone else everywhere else so there's no new ground to be covered there not today so i thought we'd switch topics just a little bit talk about a few other things that have been on my mind lately uh i fancy myself a student of Revelations, the end times prophecies, and being a biblical scholar as well as a historical uh, scholar, professor, I um, have had the opportunity to compare the fall of the great nations, the great empires over the last two centuries, last two and a half centuries, and uh, I find... The, I find the facts somewhat disturbing, very gravely disturbing as a matter of fact, that um, our nation is on a collision course, on a pathway to self-destruction. Now, it was always assumed that if America were to fall, falter, fail, if this great experiment that was founded, that was started by our founding fathers were to fail, it would be because either the people didn't want it to succeed, they wanted something else, something new, and the Constitution provides for that. Or it would be uh, perhaps foreign wars. But I don't think that the founding fathers ever thought that our country would be destroyed or brought to its knees by one of its own 
namely the Commander-in-Chief, the President of the United States of America. I wonder if we if we've come to a point where America has America has ceased to exist as as we once knew it. Now Obama, President Obama came into office vowing to fundamentally transform the United States of America. Now he didn't actually say what that would be. Giving him the benefit of the doubt at the time, one could assume that he possibly meant that he would. The Mercedes-Benz Winter Event is back. With the perfect vehicle that's just right for you. No matter which list. All right. Commercial started to play there. I'm glad we were able to, to stop that. All right. So... Giving the president president of the United States the benefit of the doubt, one could sit, safely assume – well, we'll go ahead and assume that by fundamentally transforming the United States of America, Obama meant – the president meant that he wanted to make things better for all Americans. He, he wanted to be responsible for uh, enriching the lives of all Americans as best uh, government – as best uh, government could provide. Okay. But the re-election of Barack Obama is the high watermark of the end of an era. The period 1960 to 2014. The period of 1960 to 2014 will go down in American history as an era of never-ending crusades leading to the decline and potential downfall of the United States of America. During this time frame, America has been inundated with one cause after another. One cause after another. The essential civil rights movement and the tragically successful Vietnam protest spawned numerous causes among them. Feminism, environmentalism, global warming, and gay rights. But for each generation born after 1940, it has been a rite of passage to take up the mantle of protest, concurrent with mindless dedication to oftentimes absurd and erroneous beliefs. Beliefs which have in nearly all cases resulted in disastrous societal and economic consequences. With a backdrop of unimaginable prosperity and lack of any national adversity since the end of the Great Depression, far too many of us have sought so-called meaning in our lives and for a cause to wholeheartedly and fervently embrace. No doubt. To countless Americans, these movements became their religion and reason for being. This mindset is unique among Western democracies, and it's been easily exploited by the American left, a major factor in their rise to power and domination of the culture and of our government. As the left stealthily hijacked these causes... They were able to convince true believers in all these various movements that they stood with them. 
Just vote for me, and I'll look out for you. I'll take care of you. I'll provide for you. All I ask in return is your vote and your support and your loyal dedication to the United States government. That's what they're saying. But true believers in all these various movements that they stood for wait but but wait a minute now but more important was their ability to ingrain the conviction that anyone who opposed any of these evolving crusades was an incarnation of evil and must be defeated at all costs. Political correctness and its companion unrestrained demonization of political opposition was born at that time. Now the civil rights movement began with the best of intentions and long overdue. It achieved many of its original goals in breaking down the barriers of equality. However, it soon degenerated into a battering ram as the liberals in order to create a vast national dependency class demanded in the name of civil rights innumerable and ever-expanding welfare programs as well as unending affirmative action for ever-evolving minorities including women a numerical majority But the nation now faces a tsunami of unsustainable welfare and entitlement spending emanating from programs that began way back in the 60s. It's not easy to provide and say, here, take this. This is for you. And I'll keep giving this to you as long as you keep voting for me. When the time comes and the coffers are empty or less full, it's harder to take what folks have expected for so long away. They begin to feel entitled to it. You owe me. And we've seen it so often, haven't we? Americans, some Americans are now demanding free housing, claiming it as a right, a right to have food, a right to have shelter, a right to live in comfort, the right to own a big screen TV, or even, yes, an Obama phone, a mobile phone. It's my right. So the Obama administration provides Mobile phones. The slippery slope is evident for all to see, isn't it? Because once the government starts to provide these very basic things that one should reasonably go out and actually work for, what's to stop? And there is no stopping it. The young lady who attended an Obama rally the night of his election who said that now I won't have to worry about paying my mortgage or paying my insurance or paying my gas bill or paying for my gas. If I take care of him, he's going to take care of me. It's a direct quote 
from a very disillusioned young lady. I wonder where that young lady is right now and what she's thinking and what she's doing because I suspect that even Mr. Obama has not paid her mortgage or paid her car note or paid for her gas. Then again, maybe he has in the form of a variety of welfare programs that he has extended over time. But I digress. This, the Vietnam War protests, while perhaps justified in light of the ham-handed manner in which the war was prosecuted, unleashed far more than just a demand for an end to war. Those that blamed America for all manner of uh, alleged sins in the past and uh, determined to transform the United States into a socialist nirvana were able to step out from behind the shadows and enter the mainstream of national legitimacy. This swarm of locusts soon developed into uh, higher levels of academia, spawning countless clones to further infiltrate all levels of society. Most notably, the mainstream media and entertainment complex, as well as primary and secondary education. These vital segments of the culture are now instruments of indoctrination and propaganda. Recently, a, a, uh, a, sport, a childhood a child sports organization decided, I think it was somewhere in upstate New York, I don't have the facts of the exact location and, 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 and municipality, but it was a silent a silent uh soccer game where the coaches were not allowed to coach the parents and guardians were not allowed to cheer on their little ones they were directed to sit in silence when the child scored a goal he was not allowed to celebrate or to gloat the coaches were not allowed to give direction or to encourage. The parents were not allowed to encourage their children or give direction. And how sad it was while I watched the video and listened to the audio, what little of it there was, the children seemed bewildered and confused. They had no idea what to do. They simply ran around in circles, kicking the ball because there was no direction given by the coaches. The parents sat in silence. One child scored a goal, and a woman put her hand up to her mouth as if to stifle a cry of exhilaration for her child. It was the most amazing thing, but this is where this country is going right now. And it's extremely sad. Sad. It's the end of America. The end of America. I watched a documentary on the NFL Network and it was all about the the advent or the invent of the uh, forward pass. Now, back in the 1800s when football was played, it was basically played in uh, rugby style. And there were numerous deaths yearly attributed to uh, this rough play. 
There were no professional leagues at that time, but there were college uh, football leagues and pickup games. So basically you'd have uh, one group of men on one side and another group on the other side, and one would have the ball, and they'd basically crash into each other until perhaps uh, the guy with the ball broke free and was able to run in and score. Well, there was a call for the abolition of football because of so many deaths. I mean, just we're talking not just injuries, but outright death. Uh, and uh, Teddy Roosevelt is credited with saving American football. And he said that rough play... Uh, even if it results in injury, uh, sportsmanship, all of that is part of American culture and should never be discouraged, even if it results in physical harm or even death. That was a man. <laughs> We're talking that was a man back then. Because back then, that was really what America was all about. Rough play sportsmanship, competition, consequences be damned. America has gone soft and cold. Folks, the end of America as we know it is imminent. Now that's a bold statement, and I do not make it lightly, but it is the truth, and we have seen it. Every single day we turn the news on and watch. The reasons are varied and many, yes, they are varied and many. And there's ample evidence that have led me to make that statement. And I'll try to keep it short because we don't really have a lot of time. We've got about 33 minutes left. But inside as much fact as I can back up the statement. Let's start with our currency, fiat currency and global debt. Paper money, known as fiat currency, not backed by tangible wealth such as gold. It's fast becoming the world's downfall. It's not just the U.S. printing money. The EU, Britain, and even Japan are printing money at record-setting pace. And they're going deeper and deeper and deeper in debt at a record pace. Japan may be the first to fall. Yes, Japan. Thought they were okay, didn't you, with spending and printing out of control. Japan currently owes 183% of its GDP. Greece is right behind them with about 160 of their GDP. And the list goes on. Ireland, Spain, Portugal, the UK, and the US all owe more this year than their GDP. Technically, they're all bankrupt right now. Technically, the United States and all of the other countries I just mentioned are bankrupt. Food shortages. We don't see it much in the U.S. just yet, but food is rising at a record, race here, record rate here and around the world. And supplies are running out due to natural disasters. India has had crop failures in onions and carrots, two huge staples in that country. 
Southeast Asia uh, has seen failures in buckwheat, other, another staple for that region. Chile and, and Malaysia. Wheat in, 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 in Australia. Corn in Argentina. Most of Mexico gets its corn from Argentina. Here in the U.S., rice production is down by 25% as farmers convert their fields to higher-paying corn and soybeans up to $60 per acre more. This is having a huge impact on countries like the Philippines and Bangladesh as we are a huge exporter of rice around the world. Many commodity experts say that we're only one crop failure away from a grow, from from global food riots. As we have seen recently in the Middle East, many of those riots are as much about the cost of food and wages and unemployment as they are about politics. Oh yeah. What the government has up his sleeve? Well, Ben Bernanke says he has the magic pill to restore the dollar and it's being used a few times before. In our great history, notably the in a few times before in history, notably the Romans and our own president used uh, it in uh, 1935, and it's simply devalue it's simply it's simply devaluing the dollar and inflating precious metal prices, then backing the currency with that inflated metal. Sure, it stabilizes the dollar and makes it worth a dollar again, but the ensuing chaos it will create in the short term will devastate many Americans, or should I say those that are not prepared for the chaos. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? Many experts in the investment field are telling their clients to prepare now for the huge changes in our lives. Historically, those have been... Well, those who had the following in place before the crisis were able to come out of it on top of the pile, so to speak. If you do the research, you'll find that all the richest people in the world, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, and folks of that standing are ticking off items on their list. Number one would be farmland and property. Those have had those those that have historically owned farmland and property in general have always come out of these situations ahead of everyone else. The world will always need food, and those that control enough land to produce food will come away from the chaos with a commodity that they can sell, barter, or otherwise use for wealth creation. Get yourself some land. Gold and silver. When any currency collapses, those that have tangible precious metals can continue to acquire the necessities needed for their families to survive. And I advocate for silver as it is value, its value is closely related to real items that can easily be used as currency. Gold, while more valuable, is hard to use in the marketplace because it's so valuable. The most important thing to remember is that it's not the value of the silver, but how many ounces you own. Right now, almost anyone can begin to own silver. Silver is selling for about $33 an ounce, and anyone can afford to begin to own some tangible silver. And I 
have a healthy stash of both silver and gold. Uh, and I recommend gold bullion, not the paper gold. A lot of commodities are selling gold, and it's in the form of a piece of paper that they send to you. Don't do that. Get some actual gold bullion, or bullion as we call it, where I'm from. Food. When the crisis hits, the store shelves will quickly become bare, and most disaster experts say that we need to have at least six months of food to hold us until things stabilize. So this is an easy one to prepare for, as there are many places on the Internet where one can buy freeze-dried meals that have a shelf life of 25 to 30 years for less than $1,000. And for less than that, I have acquired business interest in such items so that I'm squared away. I'm shocked. I've got enough food to last five years in two storage units, one in Georgia and one in Florida. I'm all set. Are you? Can you afford to take $1,000 of your hard-earned money and stock up on a ton or so of MREs? Because that's all it's going to cost you. And there are many Internet sites where you can get this stash from. They'll either hold it for you or they'll send it to you. One of the most important things is guns. Guns. You heard me. It's inevitable that those who have not prepared will want to take what you have. Oh, yeah. It's the age-old story. It's history. They'll either want your wife. They'll want your food. they want your land. they want your car. And in some cases, in my hometown of Chicago, folks will kill you for your shoes. Or just because you're on that side of the street. On the wrong side of the street. So guns are very important. You've got to have a healthy stash and a lot of ammunition. The Prime Directive is in the house, in the uh, chat room here on Blog Talk Radio. It's inevitable. Once again, let me say this one more time. It's inevitable that those that have not prepared will want to take your stash You need to be prepared to protect what you own and be able to save your family in the event that someone tries to take what you have. And it's inevitable. And yes, that includes the United States government. The United States government. said it twice. They have taken many things at gunpoint during the Depression of the 30s. Yes, they did. Look it up. But you hear very little about it. A farmer and a grandfather of a friend of mine had the army come to his farm and take more than half of his cattle at gunpoint. True story. You're also going to need fuel. When the gas stations run out, it, it will be some time before they are resupplied. One needs to store a sufficient quantity of fuel and fuel stabilizer to ensure that emergency trips can be taken without the fear of the car's tank running dry. Will you be ready, folks? The time is coming. 
It's just a matter of time. Will you be ready when the time comes? Let me just say that I'm not alone in my thoughts about this. Many leading investment folks have the exact same similar scenarios in mind and have been, had been advising their clients for several months now. Several months now. We can't just keep spending and printing money. We just can't do it because we're at the point, right, the point of no return right now. Think about that. We're going to take a short break. We'll come right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. We'll be right back. my peoples what crack a lack in my peeps welcome 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 to another edition of you guessed it you got it and that's how we do it live and direct with g ski rocks and the captain what's crack a lacking what's crack a lacking i'll tell you what's crack a lacking g ski what's the crack a lacking baby what's cracking well it's cracking man is everybody else but everybody seems to love your style brother what's cracking g ski you are the man you are the man dude i tell you what i love this topic i love it i wish i thought of it myself i'm jealous i got envy i got envy right now what's crack a lacking dana my brother from another mother how are we sir <laughs> What's cracking, sister? What's cracking? What's crackalacking? What do you got to say, ma'am? I just got to say, awesome show. Just totally awesome. That's right, folks. We keep it crackalacking, and we do it for love of country. So make sure that you listen to Live and Direct with G-Ski Rocks and the Captain every Monday and Wednesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Time and Saturdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time www.20-20radio.com Always crack a lacking and it's always served with bacon and gravy, baby. Bacon and gravy. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long-established 
should not be changed for light and transient causes. Brutus, the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. Skill and good judgment in the use of resources. Sagacity or shrewdness in the management of affairs or caution or circumspection as to danger or risk. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. In other words, it is easier for mankind to tolerate tyranny, as long as it's not that bad, because it comports with what they are used to, rather than think ahead to their children's posterity and nip it in the bud before it gets out of hand. In fact, most will not even recognize it if it creeps in slowly. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object, power, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. In other words, when the evils of tyranny do get intolerable, at whatever point people notice it, it's not only their right, it is the duty of all mankind to throw off such tyrannical government and redesign it to provide new guards for the security of their future. Dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh, or the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on pop till ring, making spirits bright. Oh, what fun it is to sing a singing song tonight. A jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. To ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Ow! <laughs> Welcome back, folks. You're listening to the Dr. C. Robert Jones Situation Report. With me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. That's Joe Williams uh, singing Jingle Bells. You may have heard this uh, at the very beginning of the, uh, of the Iron Man 3 movie. Where Iron Man's doing a little jig while he's, uh, I think he's uh, trying out the Mark 47 armor. Yeah, if you saw the movie, then you're familiar with that tune. And uh, when he when he asked uh, to have the needle dropped on that one. Anyway, uh, I've been listening to that. I listened to that when I was a kid. But uh, I was very surprised and very su- uh, pleasantly surprised when uh, I heard it on the on the Iron Man 3 uh, uh, soundtrack. So that was great. It was great to hear that. I thought we'd lighten it up a little bit since uh, the show has been about uh, the very dire uh, consequences and circumstances of, of um, 
you know, the things that are going on in our in our lives that are that are going to challenge us. And uh, you know, we're not the land of milk and honey anymore. You know, we we like to say that we're the most powerful, the richest country on the planet. But honestly, seriously now, we're not. No longer. We're no longer that. I don't think there is I don't think any country can can lay claim to that anymore. So every every country that I mentioned earlier in the broadcast is is pretty much gone gone bankrupt. You know, it's uh it's a, it's a sad situation. So let's get back to it. We've got about 15 minutes left. Let's talk about it. Oh, the call-in number is 347-884-8500. If you don't get a chance to call in today, you know, maybe you'll Maybe you'll call in, uh, you know, next time. <laughs> we broadcast Monday through Thursday, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. The Dr. C. Robert Jones Situation Report. You can always you can also find me on Facebook, uh, US, um, USMC. You can find me there if you like. You can email me at uh, USMarine1 at Hotmail.com. That's U.S. Marine, the number one, at Hotmail.com. You can get me on Skype, U.S. Marine 1, Yahoo, U.S. Marine 1, AOL, U.S. Marine 1, at AOL. What else? What else we got? You can get me at, uh, man, I think that's about it. Yeah, that ought to do it. You can find me at all those places. And, of course, please do check out my website, www.templaroath.com. Yep, that's it. So let's get on with the show. While the nation slumbered, slept like a baby, content in its prosperity. I'm talking about the United States of America right now. The American left during the past 50-plus years of never-ending crusades has succeeded in creating what? Well, let's go down the list. Number one, or A, a vast army of voters made up of those dependent on government's largesse. Low information voters, folks who are not really paying attention. I can't tell you how many times I spoke to uh, someone who says, I'm not really equipped to debate this with you, or I don't follow the news. Most of these folks are liberals, by the way. When, you, when, when, you, when, when a conservative such as myself sits down with a liberal and has a conversation, I will often hear them remark something similar to this. Well, you know, I'm really not into all that, or I don't really want to talk about politics, or I don't really watch the news, or I don't really, you know, get into all that, or I have to look it up, or, you know, I, I don't believe that's true. And then you'll ask, well, well, well uh, you know, well, what? <laughs> you know? And usually they don't have the they don't have the tools to back it back up what they're saying or what they and and they'll, and, they'll, and and you'll hear them all the time saying well I feel this way or I feel like this or I feel like that there's there's very little thinking going on but there's a whole lot of feeling touchy feeling feeling feelings nothing more than feelings uh huh the natural outgrowth of the current education system turns these folks out. 
the easily manipulated and myopic single-issue zealots, those folks who say, well, you know, Obama's doing a good job because, well, because he is. Okay. Well, he spent uh, he spent more, uh, almost uh, uh, more in the the five years he's been president uh, than any other um, president in in the history. Of, well, you have to spend money to make money. I actually heard someone say that. I said that Obama is spending us into oblivion, and they said to me their response was, "You have to spend money to make money." That was bizarre. I I, I had no response for that. I hung up on. I said, yeah, I got to go. I got, I, got, I got some stuff to do. The election of Barack Obama is a testament to the success of this strategy. The one I just pointed out. Number, let's go back. Let's go down to B. National leadership devoid of character and integrity who in their determination to seize and hold power are guided only by one principle. That the ends justify the means. Now, we've seen that so numerous times in this administration. The ends have justified the means. Devoid of character and integrity, such as taking responsibility, even though that responsibility may not be yours to take. I'm reminded of a certain president from Missouri saying that the buck stops here. I'm in charge. The responsibility is mine. Remember that? That's called character. That's called integrity. And that little dude had it. But but what have we what have we come to? It's not my fault. I didn't know about it. I just found out about it when you did. The Bush administration, it's Bush's fault. It's a hurricane's fault. It's a tsunami's fault. Dude has set us back fifty to a hundred years in terms of leadership and responsibility and character and integrity. He knowingly lied that if you like your plan, you can keep your plan. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. It has now been revealed that he knew that that was a false statement, a false promise. But in his world, the ends justify the means. See, the entrenchment an unrestrained de facto oligarchy in Washington, D.C. What do I mean by that? Well, economic, circumst- economic circumstances wherein, for the first time in American history, a succeeding generation will be far worse off than the one preceding it. Meanwhile, the ruling class is insistent insistent on adding untold millions to the labor force by legitimizing for political purposes those in the country illegally. Now, they're not doing this because it's the right thing to do. They're not saying it's the right. They're doing it for political purposes to ensure a democratic base of of voters that will keep Democrats in power. So basically, they're using these people in order to stay in power. It is a fact that when President Lyndon Baines Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act into law, he was heard to say, and there's audio of him actually saying this, now we'll have those in word 
voting Democrat for the next hundred years. Quote, he said it, then end quote. I'm sorry I did not include the quotes, but those are his exact words. So basically now what we have is Obama, the Obama administration, pretty much saying the same thing about Hispanics coming into the country illegally. He's not, he's not, he's not brazen enough like Johnson was to actually come out and say that, but that's what, that's what he's all about right now. At the expense of, quote, his people, end quote, you know, black folks. Because certainly these illegals who now who will, who will then become legal will do the jobs that blacks won't do. And they'll work hard. You know? <laughs> They're calling numbers 347-884-8500. So let's move down the list. We're running out of time. We've got seven minutes left. We have to. We'll pick this up on Monday. A deliberately ill-educated and fractured society destined for internal strife and chaos. We're seeing it act actually today. Today, yesterday, all last week, and the week before that. We've got the knockout game going on. Where youths go around hitting folks. Not If they knock them out, then they win points. Or they win the, they win the game. The knockout game. Have we become a society so jaded and unfeeling that it's okay to go around hitting helpless people, innocent people, and with the hopes of knocking them out cold so that you can win something? We need to have some uh, clockwork orange uh, stuff going on here where we deal with these kind of folks. Malcolm McDowell, one of my favorite actors. The prosperity that allows this stealth war on America, on the United States is, uh, to occur is no more. This nation is subsisting on the residue of its past glory with no hope of regaining its for, former lofty status as long as it is governed by the most dangerous and radical regime in history. You know who I'm talking about. The American people, as their day Today, lives continue to deteriorate, are becoming increasingly aware of the nation's precarious situation. And we've seen that in what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've seen that in the poll numbers recently. Obama is at his lowest poll number to date. I think he's at 36, 37 percent as of yesterday. Beginning in 2014, as Benghazi and a myriad of other scandals combined with a rapidly declining standard of living for a vast majority of Americans, marginalizes the Obama cabal. Hence the 37-36% approval rating. The focus of the nation will no longer be on bumper sticker platitudes and movements. Yes, you can. Instead... It will, by necessity, be on individual survival, as well as desperately finding a way before the nation descends into chaos to recreate what made the United States the most successful nation in the history of mankind. I'm talking about it right here and now. Yes. There's going to be a backlash against these Democrats, these liberals. There's going to be a backlash against Mr. Obama. I believe... I believe with all my mental faculties 
faculties that Justice Roberts deliberately upheld the Affordable Care Act's individual mandate and its other properties because he knew what was going to happen. He knew that this was going to, it was going to come down to this. I don't know how he knew, and I don't know if he knew. I just suspect that he did. Because right now, Obama is more and more unpopular with this great nation. His Affordable Care Act is a complete bust. It's a catastrophe. It's a mess. It's all those other things. You can say you can say you can just say so many nasty things and it'll all be true. So basically Obama has dug his own grave, so to speak. Obama's arrogance, Pelosi's arrogance, Harry Reid, they're pretty much you know <laughs> they pretty much dug their own graves. I what what can you say about it? I mean that's all you can say. We've got less than two minutes, but we've got Larry on, so we're going to bring him on for just about a minute or so. Then we're going to take off. Hey, Larry, you're on with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. I'm sorry I didn't notice you there. How are you doing oh, this evening? No, good. I just want to ask a question before you run out of time. What do you think <laughs> Obama's going to do and his handlers? Is he just going to sit there and take it, or are they going to fight like a cornered rat and do something absurdly desperate, like stage some sort of false flag attack or some kind of war? Well, I don't know. You know, there's always the 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 wag the dog uh the the wag the dog uh scenario that they can put in play, but quite frankly, when you're dealing with one sixth of the economy, one sixth of the economy and something as 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 vital as as a person's health and their health care, I mean, there's no coming back from this. It's just that over 100 million Americans are going to lose their health care within the next year or so. Well, the Russians have already made plans to ban the dollar for use in Russia simply for the fact that when the dollar collapses, it'll drag their own economy down. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, they're jockeying for position. All of America's uh, enemies, uh, uh, the, the folks who don't care for America, they're, they're, getting in, they're getting in position right now because they see that we're weakened. And, hey, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate you calling in, Larry. Please do uh, come back Monday because we're going to continue this whole thing all week long uh, next week, or at least for the first couple of days, Monday and Tuesday. And so come on back, and we'll talk about this some more, man. I hope you have a great weekend, and thank you for listening. Okay, you're welcome. Hey, all right. All right, that's Prime Directive in the house tonight. Hey, uh, listen, I want to thank you all. Uh, there's so many things that you could be doing, and you chose to come into my chat room and, and listen to my show, and I so appreciate it. Hope you all have a great a great evening. And, of course, since I uh, I won't be broadcasting the rest of the week, and I start again on Monday, you all have a great weekend. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing something for Thanksgiving as well. I like to do that too. Have a great evening. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. We are out.
With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.